Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational, multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that there is no one else like you. We had 10,000 tongues. We couldn't thank you enough. But we thank you that the tongue that we do have, we can say thank you. We can be excited about you. Because we have made a decision that a rock won't cry out for us. Because we want to worship you. We want to exalt you. We want to thank you for the fact that we are here. We are standing. We are alive. We are breathing. We are talking. We are moving. And we have another day that we can say thank you. Things might didn't work out the way we thought they should, but we're still here. We got a house that we can live in. We got heat. We got food. We got transportation. And we want to give you the glory for that. We want to rest in the fact that you are a God that never fails. The only thing you do is win, because that's the only thing that you know how to do. And we thank you in advance that you're showing us how to step into newness of life from day to day, moment to moment. And we just give you glory, praise, and honor for it. In Jesus' name, and all in agreement, say amen. Amen. How everybody doing this morning? All right, y'all have a seat. Glory to God. Let's, let's do our opening confession. Y'all ready? So the reason we do an opening confession because it sets our mind to a certain place where we need to concentrate and focus. And in that prayer, it allows God to work in areas of today. He doesn't work in tomorrow. He works in today because he doesn't already know the end from the beginning. And the exciting part is we get to partake in that and we're giving him the opportunity. So let's say it together. Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, dissociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I want you to turn to your neighbor. Y'all got neighbors? Everybody got a neighbor? You got a neighbor? Okay, all right. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm going to get something out of the service today. Okay, all right. Did your neighbor smile at you at least? They smile at you? Okay, how did they look at that? Did they look mean at you? 
All right, let me step into this thing here. Okay. All right, y'all ready? What do you notice? And, and we need some mics. What do you notice? You got three, four, four cats up there. What do you notice? Give me, give me a hand. I'm not giving y'all a clue. Y'all tell me what you, you, you notice. Huh? But, 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 but get a mic. Raise your hand. We're going to get you a mic. Okay. He, he, he said, that's okay. That's okay. All right, Tony, go ahead. Tell him, tell him what's going on. What would what, 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 you notice? Because I love you, brother. But, but don't do you like it. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So what do you notice, though, Tony? They in the box, sir. They in the box. All right, so we got four cats in the box. Okay, all right. All right, what else we got? Somebody over here? And, and this is a conversation the church, so we talk out loud, okay? I, I should have warned you. I should have warned you. Right. But if I warned you, you might not have come, so I made sure I ain't tell you. See, sometimes you don't tell people everything. You let them experience it for themselves. Okay, all right, what, what we got over here? I see one that is chilled out. Chilled out? Which one is chilled out? The first one. The first one, chilled out. And how do you know he chilled out, Madeline? Because it's just like she or he is just laying there like, okay. Okay. You know, the, number two is like, okay, y'all caught me. Okay, okay. <laughs> and number okay. three is like, who are you? What's okay, going I, on? I, I, he investigating. Who yeah. are you? Why are you taking that picture? Right, anybody else know what's in that? I got one over here. Okay, what we got? All right, we, 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 make sure we get this young lady right here. She, she hadn't talked in about three weeks. God, I got you now, though. They're See, I mess with people. Yeah. Okay, 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 all right, okay. They're comfortable. They're comfortable. The okay, which one? All three? All yeah. four? They, they're comfortable in the box. Yeah. Okay, all right. Comfortable in the box. Okay, what else? We got one in the back. So comfortable in the box. That the second picture, even though they run out of space, they have not gotten out of the box. Oh, okay. So, so they, even if it's crammed, even uh, it's uncomfortable, they're just going to stay there. Okay, okay. All right. Anybody else? Miss Lee, I see you rubbing your chin. You, you, you okay? You got anything about the cats in the box? Okay. All right, what I got right here? Okay, the first one, he's just lying there um, relaxing. Lying there relaxing. Okay, all right. The second picture... Look like they're hugging each other. Uh huh. And the third one, he looked like he just wondering what's going on. Wonder what's going on. Okay, where am I? What am I doing? Okay, I got somebody in the back. What we got? Okay, while they all look comfortable, uh -huh. they got their eyes open. They got their eyes open. What do you think that means, Teresa? I mean, they're not asleep, so they looking. They, okay. they yeah, they're alert. They're looking for Ooh. something. Okay. They're they're observing. Observing. Okay. All right. Anybody else? I heard somebody whispering something back there. Who who was that? Okay. V, what you got? I noticed the boxes, uh -huh. like, you can use the box anyway. So, like, the one, the first picture, the cat's got the box tilted over so that okay. she can sit in it comfortably. And then the second picture, they are both in it, so okay. it was used for that. And then the third picture, the one is standing up, and the, the cat's still able to, to sit in it comfortably. Okay, all right. So you can adjust the box for you. Is that what you're saying, V? Mm -hmm. yes. Okay, all right. Who we got? They adjusted okay. the box for themselves. Okay. okay, all right. Anybody else? Nicole, I know you of something, but you hadn't said it yet. So you gonna wait for a little bit later on? She, okay, Nicole says she's gonna wait a little later on. Okay, what I got? Wanted to get out of the box. They oh. can see a way out. Uh huh. Okay. They wanted to get out of the box, but what? Go, go back to it. If they wanted to get out, they can see a way out. Or if they wanted to get out, they could see a way out. Okay. Appreciate your honesty. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Okay, what we got? 
they all seem comfortable in enclosed spaces. Ooh, comfortable in enclosed spaces. Okay, all right. So I'm, I, you know how I am. I'm a meddle with you, right? Right? Is it okay to meddle in church, as long as it ends in Jesus? Okay. <laughs> so, so let's do an assessment. Yeah, y'all okay with an assessment? Would y'all be honest with each other? Would you be honest with yourself? That sounds real weak. Okay, so don't let me have to ask for the spirit of truth to manifest there. Okay, because I do it. Okay, spirit of truth. Would you manifest yourself in such a way that we'll stop lying to ourselves? But we'll see truth in you that you placed inside of us. Amen? So say, let's get that prayer over with. She said, amen, real quick. All right, so let, let's do this assessment. Have you ever resisted? In your daily life, restrained. In, do you ha, have you ever felt restrained in your daily life? Yeah. And, and you put it, put a check by it or up thumbs up. Okay, y'all know it. Okay, all right. Have you ever like felt like you're just going through the motion? Yes. And, and what's going through the motion mean? You're on autopilot. Okay, okay. You're just doing it. Yes. Yeah. Don't feel nothing, not thinking nothing, not achieving nothing, okay? Well, have you ever felt like you're in a fog? Okay? Right. Y'all getting loud, okay? More honesty coming out. That truth coming up. All right. Don't fight it. Have you ever felt like every day looks the same? What, what, what was that movie, Groundhog Day? Yeah, yeah. Was that what that was about? Okay, all right. So some of y'all feel like Groundhog Day. So y'all know one, one part of the, the, the dude saw himself in another state and uh, he didn't see himself. So anyway, you felt like that same day, all right? Everybody rating yourself honestly? Okay, all right, let's see. Have you ever gotten tired of hanging around? Y'all read them with the same people, but never did anything to change it. How, how many of y'all felt like that? Okay, okay, that got louder. Okay, so y'all like hanging around with some wrong people. Okay, anyway, all right? Have you ever wanted a new job but felt too overwhelmed to take the first step? Yes. Okay, that got louder too. Okay, okay. Because I think they're rolling with us now. All right, let's see what else Okay, Have you ever wanted to try something new but the lack of the unknown kept you from trying? Yes. Ooh, that got real loud. Okay. What, what kind of new stuff y'all want to try? I'm, I'm going to stop for just a little while let it sink in. Y'all raise your hands. I got one, one right here. Yes, yes, ma'am. What do you want to try? I want to try a new job, but I'm scared that it, it might not come through like it's supposed to. It might not come through. I want to try a new job, but it might not come through like I, I hope so. Hope to. Okay, what else? What else? You want to try something new, but it's the life the unknown. I just don't know what's going to happen. Yes, ma'am. A relationship. A relationship. Okay. Okay. All uh, right, you got people hollering about the relationship. <laughs> All right, what else we got? <laughs> they, they got a private conversation going on back there. All right, what else? Who else? Yes, yes, ma'am. Someone online says they wanted to go back to school or start a new business. Okay, want to go back to school or start a new business, okay? All right. Anything else? How, how many of us have done something from the, that, that we didn't know the outcome? Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, okay. All right. Have you ever? Had a goal or a dream, but lacked the action to back it up. Yes. Ooh, it's getting real loud now. So how many feel like that? Raise your hand. I'm not going to call on you. I'm not going to call on you. I'm not going to call on you. <laughs> All 
Okay, okay. Have you ever wanted to buy a house, a car, etc., but didn't know where to start? Yes. Okay, all right. These are signs or symptoms of being stuck in a box. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Now, some of you guys got the cold when you looked at the cats. You saw the cat, the first cat, the hand was sticking out. Well, they were also prepared to run because the next step after taking the picture, they ran. The second cats, the two cats, Bella and Coco, Kiki and Coco, I got the wrong cat. First cat was Bella, second cat is Kiki and Coco. Well, the space was a little tight. And see, what happens is the white cat, Coco, Kiki gets in the, in the box first. And then Coco is jealous about the fact that, hey, he found this space. So what you didn't see was like after Coco jumped in the box, Kiki jumped out. Okay? So when the box gets too crowded, we make a decision to stay in it. Because at least if we stay in it, we know what's going to happen next. We're comfortable in the box, although it's overcrowded. Although our needs are not being met, we stay in the box because it's comfortable. Even though it's crowded. Okay? Y'all looking at me kind of funny. Y'all okay? I mean, remember that submission prayer y'all prayed where show me the things that you desire to change and heal today? In the third box, that cat was like, look, you're, you're getting too close. I don't like how close you are. I don't know you like that. So that cat is deciding which way it's going to jump out. Are we willing to jump out the box? Well, let's just take a look. Let's take a look. Indicators of feeling stuck. So y'all ready for, for more truth? You feel frustrated. You wake up frustrated. You go to bed frustrated. You eat lunch frustrated. You spend your day frustrated. So write this down, just, just so that you can get an understanding of frustration. Frustration is little things over time. So it's, it's not the buildup, but it's little things over time. At one time, it didn't bother you. But now it's starting to pick at you. So, so, so how many said they feel frustrated? Okay, y'all shout it out. Okay, okay, yes, thanks, thanks. One obedient. <laughs> All right, let's see what else. Indicators of being stuck. You feel overwhelmed. Okay, amen? And, and you're waking up overwhelmed. You're going to bed overwhelmed. You're resting overwhelmed. Okay, I appreciate your honesty. Okay, All right, let's see what else. Fearful. How many wake up fearful? Go to bed fearful. See, see, I got one honest person now. Shout it out. Th thank you, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you. I don't, I don't see nothing on this side. What, what, what we got over here? Anybody dealing with fear? Okay. All right. Okay. She got the light on herself. <laughs> That's an honest woman. I see indicators. You feel like a failure. Now, I know I'm not going to hear much on this one. Yes. Yes. Okay. Feel like a failure. But most of the time when you feel like a failure, you're succeeding. So what's inside the box that's making us feel like a failure when we're succeeding in the area we didn't think we could? Y'all notice I'm not looking at nobody, right? 
I'm not even looking at the exercise part. I'm looking at the, 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 the side up here. Because, see, y'all know people say after church, Pastor, you were talking about me. I wouldn't talk about you. The Holy Spirit would show me you. But anyway, let, let me keep going because I'm still in the box. I'm ready to get out this box. Now I had to find different boxes because Jazz said, Daddy, make sure the box is not comfortable. Okay? I said, okay, Jay. So I went through boxes. All right, let's see what else. Lacking motivation. How do we lack motivation? Hmm? You're thinking about what you want to do. But what are we saying in the box that allows us not to move on what we want to do? But what happens when you get to a place where motivation or not, the dream is so powerful, it's a driving force? Will we allow ourselves to hear that? I got one in the back. Yes, ma'am. Recently, before I got my new job, I had wanted a new job for years, mm -hmm. but I was procrastinating and actually filling out the job applications okay. because I was scared of rejection. Okay. So I was fearful of the unknown. Okay. I was scared of the rejection, and I had motivation, but I lacked the effort to put in the work to do it. Okay, all right. And then she met, met she has two motivators in her life, her husband and Miss Curly. So then she met another motivator, and Miss Curly says, you got such and such time to get it done. You're not going to get nothing to eat from us. <laughs> See, food is a motivator. No, no, her homemade biscuits, and for me, you know, it's pies and cakes and, and, and those types of things. And the amazing thing, she gave her a certain time, and amazing, she had that thing done, okay? Because she wasn't going to call in and tell, okay? So sometimes you need a motivator. All right, let's see what else happened. Indicators of being stuck. Having low energy. It was left up to you, just, you just slept the whole day. Just don't feel like getting up, don't want to do anything. And when you don't want to eat, see, you know something going on. And, and, and y'all not want to eat because you just, just felt uh, low energy, just don't feel like eating. And, and what does in, eating do? It gives us energy. But you don't even feel like eating. Uh-oh. Experiencing depression or low, low mood. Anybody felt like that? Appreciate the honesty. Everybody close their eyes for a brief second except the camera people. <laughs> Slip up your hand if you're dealing with depression. Say one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, you, you can put your hand down. Just know I know who you are, and, and we'll get there when the Holy Spirit tells me to. Fair enough? Okay, you can open your eyes. Telltale signs you are in a box. So do, do y'all think you need a sign? <laughs> All right, so the assessment, you, you guys know where you are. Telltale signs, you're in a box. You wish for different outcomes, but you keep experiencing the same ones. We're wishing for a different outcome. We want it to be different. But that low energy, that depression, that sadness, that fear, that unknown, if I move from here to here, will it really be different? Is it worth it? Number two, you feel stuck and you lost your spark. But, 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 but write this down. It's been proven. You can't be depressed and joyful at the same time. It's been proven, a scientific fact. You can't be depressed 
and joyful at the same time. The mind cannot operate in that. It says, wait a minute. This drive of joy seems to be different. And joy is a spiritual component. It's a gift of the spirit. It's, it's manifested by us receiving and talking about joy. So just know, anything that you're dealing with, if it's sadness, depression, anger, you can't have joy or gratefulness in the same space. One will outdo the other. So guess what? After all this time, I've been in this box for about 10 minutes. I get to step out the box and kick the box. Now, in real time, I would burn the box. But I know fire codes and all that type of thing. But you got to make a decision where you want to get out the box. And y'all know y'all pastor. Y'all know I'm going to give you step one, two, three, four, five. Okay? But not today. But you got to make a decision to get out the box. Because you already know. Well, if you didn't know, now you know. That's a song. Okay, Kurt Franklin somewhere. Okay, if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> you know that box don't fit you no more. You know we have outgrown the box. You know you just get tired. Because other people be jumping in your box. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Just like that other cat. People be getting in your box. And getting in your business. And telling you why you should stay in the box. Because see, a lot of our friends, okay, use the word carefully, they like you being in the box because they know where you are. If they borrowed money from you, they're expecting you to be back in the box because they, they need something. They need to borrow some money. Well, why else do your friends like you to be in the box? Because they're in the box. Tell, tell me about that, Nicole. Give me an example. I might come your way. They're they, they in the box. So they jump from box to box depending on what their needs are. They need that pep talk, they're going to jump in your box. Oh, what comes to mind is my single friends who are in the box. There's a there's a rub that happens once you get out of that box uh -huh. and somebody else is still in the box. Okay, okay. It's a rub and what does that mean? Uh, you ain't got to call no names in that. Yeah, I think it, you know, there's jealousy that comes Ooh, up okay. and it's spoken or unspoken. Uh -huh. There's like, um, Lord... I see you in the neighborhood, but you, you haven't come to my door. Ooh, okay, okay, um, okay. So, yeah. Okay. A anybody had shade put on them by being, by wanting shade? Y'all still call it shade? Yeah. Okay. Anybody had shade, shade put on them because you decided to step out of the box? Yeah. Now, you ain't go far. I mean, they can still see you, but you had the nerve to step out the box. You told them that you were going to do something different. Okay, go ahead. Can someone be in the box with you mm -hmm. and actually controlling the box? Why? Can someone be in the box with you and controlling it at the same time? Yeah, because they're a box. Or they can get in your box, box and control the box because they're controlling you. So you own the box, and you get to determine who gets in the box. But you can also think that the person who's coming in the box is your friend. Well, there was a lot of ums on that. <laughs> How many of y'all think y'all got a friend in the box? Ra raise your hand. I'm not going to call on you. I'm not going to call on Okay. I got two secret hands. Y'all know what secret hand is, right? <laughs> don't, don't, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. <laughs> I'm hoping that where I'm sitting, nobody can notice that I raised my hand. <laughs> what would cause you to tell someone to get out of your box? That's a real question. 
what would you what would cause you to tell somebody to get out your box? Is it what they say about you to you? Or what you heard them say about you? Yes, sir. You would have to realize that they're not actually trying to help you. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, what, what, what is it, Medea? I mean, you know, what, what, you know, y'all know who I'm talking about, Medea, right? T tell the people who Medea is. At Tyler Perry. Say, but but she quoted it from someone else. When people show you who they are, believe them. You didn't really mean that. Why? Why, why, why would you? I mean, but they told you. Why we keep the people in the box that already told us what they are? We think we're going to change them? What happens if you step outside the box and leave them in the box? What, what stops us from doing that? Because they might be offended. They might be upset with us. I got one in the back. What, what, what stops us? Because you don't know okay. if you're going to have friends on the outside of the box. Oh, okay. You might okay. be alone. Okay. It might be a single journey okay. by yourself Okay. All right. the unknown. Okay. A single journey in the unknown if you, you step outside the box or let them get out. Okay. What else? Someone online has a question. They okay. would like to know how do people move into your box? They have to be invited or they bogart. They step in your box. Now, you, you got a certain space. And see, that's what uh, Coco does to Kiki. I'm back to the cat, cats. When, Co when Kiki is in the box, she's chilled out. Then Coco jumps in, and he tries to bogart the space. Now, you know, the box is big enough for two of them to be in there, but what happens is he just bogarts. I mean, he takes up the space. And, and, and if y'all ever seen cats, cats can look really mean when they get ready to make their move. And so before Kiki gets out, she pushes him with all four legs, like presses him against the wall, <laughs> and then jumps out. But she just don't jump out. She jump out and run up the steps. So if Coco is going to find her, he got to come looking for her. Can you make yourself so that people have to come looking for you? You're not always accessible. I, I'm talking to some people. Some of y'all are too readily available. I mean... If you're not willing to get out the box, at least move the location of it. <laughs> Y'all understand what I'm saying? <laughs> move the location that the person will have trouble finding you. I'm talking to some people. Y'all know who you are? Yeah. Okay, amen. So just get out the box. See how I'm moving around now that I'm out the box? And, and, and there was a discussion before we came out and did this. I, I said, well, sweetie, you know I like to move around. So... so then, then we talked and then, then passed it on to Megan and said, okay, well, at least wait till I finish praying. Because see, me and the Holy Spirit got this thing. Because in Genesis, it talks about, and darkness was on the face of the earth. And the Spirit moved. When God said, let there be light, the Spirit was hovering. But then it began to move to produce what the word which is spoken. And so the Holy Spirit and I came up with something. We work together. And I say, well, how will I know that you're present? And he said, when you begin to move, you'll know. Because where I move, the anointing is present. And so what will happen is I've been at funerals. I've been invited to speak somewhere. And they say, stay in this place. 
But I got to find a way to move right or move left because I'm still staying with the agreement the Holy Spirit and I have together. So I'm going to move some kind of way. Somebody funeral I did, and they couldn't hear me on the mic because I, I moved. You understand what I'm saying? So when you and Holy Spirit got an agreement on something, you make sure you walk into agreement. Because he's not going to break his agreement with us. We have to break our agreement with him. So y'all ready to get out of the box? I'm, I'm going to take you through steps, though, but not today. What does this mean? I need you to understand. I always like to get you an understanding of where you are, where you came from. So then when things try to come up and you're not prepared for it, you already know all the different ways that this will try not to manifest in your life, that freedom of getting out of the box. But we were raised in a particular culture or society or family, and that, that family taught us certain things. Now, without getting nobody's family in trouble, what are some of the things your family taught you? And, and give me two over on this side and two over here. I got one in the back over here. This isn't specific for my family, okay. but you hear a lot of African-American families say what happens in the house stays in the house. What happens in the house stays in the house, okay? And, and, and don't spend time trying to email me and text me. What I found, based off what you're saying, is most African-American or blacks who come to counseling, I have a challenge when I give them a data form that they need to fill out, and it talks about the family. Whites, I found, they'll fill the form out right away. I've been invited to parties where they introduce me as, yeah, that's my counselor. I wanted him to come here. Never had that, that with black people. <laughs> you, can come to, you can come to the party, but you won't be introduced. Okay? <laughs> so it's a culture, Jay, what you just said. What happens here stays here. And it takes about three sessions before the person really fills that form out. I said, we're not coming against your family. We just want to know where the breakage is, the pain is, and how to get you out. Once again, we're talking about the box. So the person will come to a session, and they will bring their box, the family box, with them. Y'all understand what I'm saying? What does this mean? When you're dealing with the box, learning to abide by the norms and values of those sur surroundings. And I hear somebody in the back that raised a hand in reference to the other question I asked. Are they clear? They good? Okay. So, so what are some of your family norms and your values? I got somebody raising their hand in the back. What are they? Because, guys, we're going to look at them. Yeah, you was taught as a boy not to cry. Taught as a boy not to cry. Women do the cooking and the cleaning. Women do the cooking and the cleaning. You know, stay at our house that way. You better get your button in the gear. If, you, if you're alive and well, you're moving. You're doing something. Okay, go ahead. Um, someone on the line says you cut family off even if their lives are, you don't cut people off even if their lives are causing dysfunction in your own. Oh, okay. Appreciate your honesty, whoever that is. Appreciate your honesty. And, and we're talking about the box. So when the scripture says a wise man sees danger and hides himself, it didn't say whether it's your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your aunt, your uncle. It said use wisdom. But, but we're going to talk about that box thing and getting out. Thank you for sharing, guy, whoever you were. Yes, ma'am. I, I guess this could really be underneath both, but okay. um, like sweeping things under the rug. So if something happens, no one wants to talk about it. Okay. 
and it just we just move on like nothing ever happened. Okay. Don't say nothing. If you say something, it's gonna cause rifts. So just be quiet and okay. keep it pushing. Keep keep it pushing. And, and in counseling, I'm, I'm just talking to you about breaking them boxes up in counseling when people come. And, and it's premarital counseling. They're getting ready to get married. They want to go through a process. And I tell them in advance, I just want to let you know. And, and, and I tell them, I say, look, I want you to look at the carpet. And everybody look at the carpet like, what, what's wrong with the carpet? <laughs> I say, my job is to see to it that there is nothing hidden under that carpet. Because I prefer to expose everything now before you say I do. You got me? But but like what like B said, but you know, in a certain culture or norm is you, you just make sure you just slide it under the carpet. We then live in this box of our makings. So if you have box one, two, three, how, how many of you guys got about five boxes? I see one honest, two honest. See, they they honest back there because they had the dog back there. <laughs> Nobody can see them but me. Okay, out here where I can see everything, these hands are not going up. <laughs> but we make the box, and then we get mad at people because they might suggest to us. See, somebody mad right now. Pastor, what you doing? I come to church, and you talk about boxes. <laughs> but see, that's a mindset to make sure you stay there. I got Mike coming your way, and I got Mike over here. Can I get a mic over here? Okay, so when you're talking about different boxes, mm -hmm. what separates one box from another? You realize that you've been in box one for so long, there's no more space that you can add anything else to it. So you call yourself being neat by creating another box. And you make the box bigger so that you can put more stuff in it. You understand what I'm saying? It's like when, when we know we're supposed to be doing something and we find something else to do so that we can delay Doing what we're supposed to do. That, that's why you create the second box. And I think I hear the hand here. You good? Okay. All right, one in the back. Yeah, I created a box for a lot in my life of escapism by okay. being in like sci-fi movies and uh -huh. comic books and computers and stuff and all okay. that stuff. Okay. And I found out I built a wall around myself. You felt There's a always wall. a cave I could go to. Okay. Okay, I appreciate your honesty. Yes, ma'am. Are the boxes always restrictive? Two, let's see, are the art boxes always restricted? They are only restricted when you're ready to grow. So they are a safe place, and we can grow in the box. But when we're ready to grow bigger, then the box would become restricted. Because based on what you're hearing, wherever the box is, when it's time to move, you saw, you felt, you heard resistance. You follow me? Because I'm telling you guys, I, I talk about it later. When I got out the box, I became a different person. And, and I want to teach you a technique, okay? Can I teach y'all something? Yeah. So y'all take with Y'all notice that when I say, Holy Spirit, show me what I need to know, look at the direction of my hands. I never say, Holy Spirit, show me what I need to know. See what that does? It continues straight. But when I say, Holy Spirit, show me what I need to know, I always do my hands this way. Can you, just, just take a little test for yourself. Y'all mind? Do your hands like this. Okay, start out with this. Y'all repeat after me. Holy Spirit, show me what I need to know. And then follow this. What happens is, when we do this and we say, Holy Spirit, show me what I need to know, we limit ourselves to this perimeter. But when you say, Holy Spirit, show me what I need to know, it, he encompassed things that we don't even know existed in what we thought was the issue. Follow me? 
And you'll see me. I know people be looking from there on like, yeah, let me see what he really going to do it like it. Because people be testing the pastor. They be testing the pastor. They like, just ma'am. Is it possible for like people or family to put you in a box? Yes, ma'am. And then you have accepted that box? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so how do you get beyond that? We're going to cover that going on. Okay. Okay? I I will not leave you comfortless. (laughs) Yeah, because they're more comfortable with you being in the box. And they they put you in there because you might be asking too many questions. You might be beginning to grow. You might be acting different than that family norm. You might be called to a different place. And let me put you in the box. And Okay, okay, let me get y'all ready for this? Have, raise your hand if people ask you, well, who do you think you are? Since you're a Christian, you act different. Raise your hand if it, I appreciate your honesty. Only two people? Three people? Okay. And, and that's their one way. You, you, you used to be like this. What happened to you? And then when you start saying, well, I was born again, spirit-filled, Jesus accept Jesus in my life, and you start talking about it, oh, well, shut up, boy. Let, 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 let me make it So if they can put you in the box, they get to keep you there because you don't know you're supposed to get out. You think this is how life is done. Yes, ma'am, might come your way. We okay online? Everybody good? Okay, all right. You got one over here? Yes, ma'am. Um. Well, people wouldn't say, you know, who do you, well, to me, my experience, they'd okay. be like, well, you changed, uh-huh. you know, compared to how I used to be. Okay. They can see that my ways are different now. Okay. So. And, and, and so how does that feel? Do you feel like you have to present why you changed or do you just accept what they say? I accept it because okay. I know I changed for the better. Okay. Awesome. So. Okay. Appreciate your honesty. Yes, ma'am. Uh, so in your example, when you were standing in the box, mm-hmm kind of stuck there, right? Uh-huh, and yeah. now that you're out of the box, I'm watching you, as you say, like move back and forth. My thinking is, if I were to get out of that box, I think I'd probably like freeze because it feels so unknown. Like, okay. So it feels like I'm going to possibly be stuck either way. Okay. Okay. All right. So the thing is, though, Megan, is in the box, you can't move. Out the box, you have the potential to move. But once the potential is released, then you still have the freedom whenever you decide to move. But in the box, you're stuck. You are limited to the perimeters of that box. When you step out the box, you are able to move in the time that you are ready to take the step. But the biggest step was stepping out the box. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, sometimes, you know, people decide, I want to live a healthier lifestyle. Part of that is, You stepped out of the box long enough to make that decision that I want to live a healthy life. Now, you might be two, three months before you move anywhere from stepping out the box. But the fact is, you are out the box. You you got it? If all you can do is give yourself credit, I stepped out the box. I stepped out the box. I'm out the box. When I stepped out my box, I didn't know what was going to happen because I never experienced it. But you get wild. And let me talk about wild in a good way. You don't even recognize how wild you are. It's like you say no to restaurants. Y- y'all understand? I mean, that might be small for y'all, but you say yes to new stuff. So, so honey, what are we going to eat today? Well, boy, you, you had your four restaurants. <laughs> it might sound small to y'all, but it was big to me. Your eyes get big. Your potential gets big. Your, y'all ready for this? Your risk factor gets big. 
<laughs> you don't go to bed until you're ready to. Instead of going to bed because you're trying to sleep away the pain. You don't stay in a certain place. What you do is you say, so if this happens, see, 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 write, write this down. Let, let, let me say it first and you decide how to write <coughs> The spirit thrives because God created us. I, I'm, I'm going to do a long version, then a short version. Okay. <laughs> when God designed us, he designed everything to grow up. Everything that's planted, you plant grass, it, it don't go down. It get a root, but it goes up. He designed everything to grow up. So when he designed us, he designed us to grow up. Not stay the same, but to grow up. That means to mature, to find out what life is really about, to find out where his place is in our lives. And the more we are in him, the more we want more. I'm not talking about greed. I'm talking about more. You want to know what your capacities are. What are you really capable? See, that's the biggest thing. Uh, what, what movie was that in? It was a basketball movie with uh, uh, um, well, Coach Carter. Uh, if we can get that video next week. About the, the gentleman say our biggest fear is not this, 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 and this, but our biggest fear is to find out who we really are. So when you step out of the box, you don't have to try to figure out what's going to change. It's going to change. You might be saying, oh, there it is. You might be saying this. And it's really this. Because see, when freedom comes, freedom places a new demand on us. Well, if that worked, then what would happen if I do this? If you're being mistreated, you, you start to look at yourself different and say, wait a minute now. I don't have to be talked to like that. I don't have to be put down like that. When freedom comes and you step out, of, into, out the box, you look for differences. And what I mean by that, you have different expectations about how you should be treated. Now, I'm not talking about arrogance. See, that, see that's the thing about praise and worship that I, I, I'm believing God you, you grab. In Scripture, in Old Testament... Nobody came to a king unless they had a gift. And because God is so great and he's done so many great and mighty things in us, because we don't have a gift that is presentable to him, when we enter into praise and worship, we are saying, giving you me is the best gift I can give you. So that's what praise and worship is about. It's like, I'm presenting to you my best gift. And that's me yielding myself, submitting myself to who you really are. Because I don't have $10,000 that I can bless you with. But what he died for was for him to give, for us to give him ourselves. And when we lift up our hands, we're saying, you have done so much for me. You have blessed me. I'm walking. I'm living. I'm, I'm alive. I'm well. And I just lift up my hands because I surrender myself to you. Because the best that I can give you is myself. Not a part of myself. Not a piece of myself. But my whole self. And it doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. That's what you're saying to him. Now, now who was it? Uh, Bathsheba came to visit David? Was it Bathsheba? No, it wasn't Bathsheba. No, no, it was a, a, a what, Queen who? 
Queen of Sheba came to visit. And I mean, she was astonished by what she saw. Another thing the box will show you is when you step out the box, you're supposed to have nice things. Uh-oh. Y'all know what nice things are, right? You know the difference between nice things, right? I mean, you're not supposed to have junk. You're supposed to have nice things. Because how are you telling somebody about abundance when you're in total lack? Because they're going to look at your stuff. It's okay to talk to y'all? I mean, I'm thinking to myself, can I just tell you about me thinking, you know, I stepped out the box. And talking to this guy. And he was sharing with me, he said, you know, it was like, I, I, I said, you know, he, he, he's a hairstylist. So I talked to him, I said, well, well, well tell me something, bro. Um, my appointment with you is 530 in the morning, but I noticed you drive a Benz to, to, to get here. And I said, so what do people think when they see your Benz? He said, they think I'm, I'm prosperous. They, they think that I know what I'm doing because I was able to afford this. And, and I said, well, t tell me more about the dress code. He said, well, you know, I try to make sure I got on nice clothes. I got to make sure that I do this and that. But I'm presentable so that they, they feel that when you are wearing nice clothes, driving nice cars, that you are successful. I said, well, yeah. Now, now, this is outside the box. So then all of a sudden, I started. I, so when I'm, I'm on counseling, I got, I'm scheduled to do counseling during the week. I drive either the Benz or I drive Curly's car. Both are nice cars. Because when the people getting out of their car, I'm thinking they're coming to get help mentally. But they're judging me based off my car. Not by how good a counselor I am. And it took me a while to get an understanding of that, Nicole, because I'm thinking to myself, if you need help, forget what kind of car I'm driving. So then I started to wear nice clothes because when they saw me, I might have been at, at my job, boys and roof. It might be dirty, have jeans on. But now I carry different clothes with me that I changed once I get here. Now I found this reality out when I stepped outside the box. I found out about networking. Never networked in my life. And this, this, this group, this massive group, got involved with me. And they started recommending me to people all over the nation. And, and, and by them being into sales, what happened is, I don't have to give them an understanding as to when you book me, you pay me. So you might book me today for three weeks from now. But I found out that when you, you ask them to pay when they book you, they don't cancel. Because it's in the contract that says when you cancel, what happens is that money stays with me. Because I could have booked other appointments. But this happened when I was outside the box. So, but was that my plan? Holy Spirit, show me what I need to know. So a lot of stuff happened when you step outside the box. I was after this, but I got all that. Because Holy Spirit, show me what I need to know. All right, guys, I got to stop. Can, can, can we pick up on Thursday? Y'all be okay? Y'all going to come in? I mean, you know, be online? Okay. All right. Glory to God. But, but hold on a sec. Um, Cheryl, can you pull the scripture up? There it is. Because, see, one of the things about the box is you know you got to have a scripture. <laughs> yeah? You can be in the box or out the box. You got to have a scripture. Because what will special people say? Yeah, going to church and didn't get a scripture. 
<laughs> All right, babe, I hear you. I hear you. All right, y'all check this out. Now, we're talking about getting out the box. I do not consider, brother, that I have captured and made it my own yet. But can y'all read this part with me? Do like this. But one thing I do, it is my one aspiration, forgetting what lies behind and stretching forward to what lies ahead. See, you can't do that in the box. Because, see, if you do, you got to skip with the box. Y'all understand what I'm saying? That's the only way the box will move forward. But it's a lot easier just to step out the freaking box. And it goes on to say, but I press. Who press? I press towards the goal to win the superior, supreme and heavenly prize to which God in Christ Jesus is calling us. But touch yourself. Us. Upward. He's not calling us downward. He's calling us upward. The way to get out of the box is you got to step upward to get out of it. But that's what he's calling. We got to press. Meaning that do we feel like pressing sometimes? If you're tired today, then go, go to bed early so you can get up tomorrow and start pressing. It didn't say how long we got to press. What's the difference we got to press, but we got to press. We can't stay in the same place without pressing. So you get out of the box and you still got to press. But at least you're moving somewhere instead of where you were. Can I share one more thing with you? Then I'm going to close for real. Just this session. Don't be so predictable that people know where you are. Do you understand what I'm saying? Be willing to grow. Don't be so predictable that people know you're going to do this. They know where to find you. They know how you're thinking. They know how you're feeling. They know what you're afraid of. And that's why at the... Uh, um, what was private night with Pastor P? After hours with Pastor P? I told somebody, they, they talk about, well, yeah, if I need to go forward, what do I do? I say, start with three goals. See, people think that if I get do 10, then I, I'm in a good place. Let's say you hadn't exercised in a while. I'm going to run five miles. You don't even walk up the steps. <laughs> okay? So remember now, the mind grabs, and, and we pat ourselves on the back, and, and the spirit says, I, I like that feeling. And stop waiting on people to pet you. They're not going to pet you. They're not going to give you a hands up, a fist, nothing. You got to celebrate your own stuff. But when you start with something that's attainable, you lack that feeling. But when we, we go 10 things, we get fearful. Like, man, I only finished five. And then you just shut down everything. So start small and grow big. I like to have every head bowed and every eye closed. Father, I just thank you for today. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm excited that you are God in our lives and you have taken us to a place because I ask you every week what you want me to minister on and whatever you give me I'm obedient to that because you are responsible for the results and I thank you for the box that we now have a knowledge that we were in the box some of us been there for a day some been there for years some decades but we are now at a place where we're going to step outside the box. And we're looking forward to where you are calling us to. And we thank you. But there are some that are watching. There might be some that are sitting here right now. That they in the box of damnation. 
when they can be in the box of salvation. We just thank you while eyes are closed and heads are bowed and you watching internationally. There's three ways, the A, the B, and the C. By accepting Christ, believing in Christ, and confessing him. And those are the three steps. Remember I say when you have new goals, you just start with three? And those are the three. So if you wouldn't mind repeating after me, those who, and, and the audience is with me, and they are repeating with me in agreement. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, your word says that if I confess Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, that I'm born again because I have done A, accepted him, B, believe that he is the way, the only way, the truth, and the light. And I confessed him as Lord and Savior of my life. And therefore, according to your word, I'm saved. I'm born again. I have eternal life. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving us your son. In Jesus' name, amen. Now all you have to do is go to chosenrva.com and to the website and go under salvation, and you will find out what you just received. And it's important to know that to do that means that there is salvation just manifested in your life because you want to know what you got. Anytime you buy something, you always want to know what you got. But this was a free gift that was given to you by A, accepting them, B, believing, and C, confessing. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, chosenrva.com. And check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Chosen RVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.